Hey, welcome. My name is Glenn Lundy. Super excited to be launching our new Breakfast with Champions podcast. Can you believe it? That's right. The Breakfast with Champions podcast has finally arrived. This is your opportunity to get motivation, education, and inspiration every single day. And ultimately, your opportunity to get a seat at the table, to be a fly on the wall, to listen in to some conversations between some of the most amazing superhumans from around the planet. We're talking about people that are doing the things you know you can do, that have reached some of those levels you know you can reach. We've got celebrity interviews with people like Tiffany Haddish and Grant Cardone, Lauren Rittiger. We've got specialists in areas like Capital Ventures, right? Or wealth building, wealth management, real estate, all kinds of incredible conversations. And what's amazing about the Breakfast with Champions podcast is you're going to be able to tune in, listen in. They won't even know you're there, right? It's just like you're, you're, you're listening in on all these incredible secrets of some of the most successful humans from all around the world. You know, when we launched Breakfast with Champions, we had no idea of the power that it was gonna have. We had no idea of the collaborations it would create. We had no idea that we'd be able to connect humans from England and Australia and Saigon and America, of course, all together in one room having powerful conversations that elevate everyone in the experience. Listen, if you like these episodes of Breakfast with Champions, do me a huge favor and let us know. We would greatly appreciate it. We pour into this. You're going to get five to six hours of content every single day, Monday through Friday, five days a week. You can keep coming back. So make sure you subscribe to the podcast. We'd appreciate it. Drop your comments, share your thoughts and your reviews. It mean the world to us if you would do that. And in exchange, we promise you that we will always create a space, a safe space where you can come. You're not going to get politics here. It's not going to happen. You'll never see any type of division in here. It's actually exactly the opposite. We have a bunch of different people with different belief systems, different upbringing, different backgrounds. We've got people from all different ethnicities all coming together. But the one thing that we share is everyone in this room shares the same heart. And it is a heart to elevate you, to encourage you, to inspire you, and to help you become the absolute best version of yourself that you can possibly be. So if you would, do us a favor, write those reviews, subscribe to the podcast, tell your friends. We're going to be here, and we hope that you will be too. Enjoy Breakfast with Champions. You'll see there in the notes that you can skip forward. You can move back. If you need to pause it for a minute, you'll now have that opportunity to do so. We do record these daily on Clubhouse. We have a Breakfast with Champions Club there, or you can follow me, Glenn Lundy, if you'd like to see those rooms, if that's an app that you enjoy. You can always come in and tune in live, or of course, just sit back and enjoy right here on the podcast and anywhere your podcast can be found. It is such an honor and a privilege to be able to spend this time with you. I know that there are a trillion places you could have chose to be. You chose to be right here with us on Breakfast with Champions, and that means the world to me, and I absolutely stinking love you for it. So with that said, we are excited to launch the new Breakfast with Champions podcast. Thanks so much. It's Friday, June 24th, 7 a.m. Pacific Time, 10 a.m. Eastern Time. 
We are here uh, in the Breakfast with Champions where David Meltzer's Power Hour is about to begin. Today's topic is BYOQ, which is bring your own questions and David will bring his own answers. So if you have any questions that you'd like to ask David, please back channel me or raise your hand and we will aim to bring you up. Let's also take a quick minute, invite the people uh, next to you, invite the people in Clubhouse, invite the people on Twitter, LinkedIn, all of social media. There's a little button at the bottom there that says 143, now 144. Let's get that up to 150 at least and continue to grow that. Let's also take a quick second, follow the people on stage, Amelia, Dora Maria, Tony, David, everybody, and follow the people next to you. We're really creating an unbelievable community here on Clubhouse. So with that in mind, I'll pass it back over to David for the BYOQ, bring your own questions. David brings his own answers and let's do it. Happy <laughs> Friday, everybody. Happy Friday. All right, Jake, I'm gonna take a question online. We're blessed uh, to be here. I'm gonna start with a really easy question online here. And it says, David, what is dummy tax? Um, I think it's the basis of, of mentorship is dummy taxes. The fastest way to get to where you wanna be is find someone that's already there and ask them for directions because they've already paid the dummy tax. Uh, do you know how much easier it is to build a second nightstand? You know, you buy two nightstands and the first one takes about four to 10 times as much as amount of time as the second one. And it, the second one looks so much better. Uh, that's the dummy tax, right? And you don't wanna have to pay the dummy tax. So many people pay the dummy tax and I want everyone to know that the key to after you know what you want is to find out who you can help with what you want and who can help you. And so don't pay the dummy tax. I paid more dummy tax than most people. And uh, it allows me to go ahead and save that expense and give that to other people uh, by giving them directions on where we want to be. All right. The questions are loading up online. Jake, you got someone here that has a question for us on Clubhouse. Let's, uh, let's actually start with a question on Instagram, Dave, that someone named Mitchell asked you. The question is, what's the 520 rule? Can you go into detail on the 520 rule? Sure. So, uh, you know, understanding how to be efficient, effective, and statistically successful with your time is managing your own expectations of time. And it was told to me by my mentor, Bob Proctor, who passed away. He said, you know, Dave, after about five minutes on every phone call, you're just visiting. And after 20 minutes uh, on every meeting, you're probably just visiting. So your visiting time has more value uh, than the activity you get paid for. You probably want to visit with the people more relative uh, with you or to you than people you don't know or the people you barely know. And so I created a 520 rule uh, that said, look, I'll give anyone five minutes. I always give anyone five minutes. And it pushes me to get to the point. And uh, so I'll give five minutes to anyone. All my phone calls, the objectives are to stay on it for five minutes at the most. And all my meetings are 20 minutes. My interviews are 20 minutes. Uh, do I have exceptions? Absolutely. Not every phone call just lasts five minutes. But it keeps me aware of when I'm just visiting. Um, and how many times do we have that water cooler talk, either on the phone or in person, and the hours go by, it's as big as a time suck as TikTok can be, uh, where you look up. So uh, utilize whatever time frame is good for you, but set an objective, a criteria for all your phone calls, your meetings, your interviews, uh, and it will allow you actually to be more accessible 
uh, accessible to others and receive more. It also forces you to pay attention to the objective of your meetings and phone calls and align your intention, knowing what you're going to do, say, think, believe, and feel from that conversation. Uh, and so uh, the 520 rule is one of those things that were along with the student in my calendar uh, that has changed my life and uh, allowed me to be extremely efficient, effective, and statistically successful. All right, Jake, we got someone that wants to come up and ask a question on Clubhouse now. We sure do. And then in the meantime, we are working on Brian on Instagram who will be asking his questions today. So let's start here on Clubhouse with Frank. Frank, if you can please unmute yourself and ask your question. Frank Villa, welcome to the Clubhouse. Good morning, Jake. Um, good morning, David. Thank you. You guys caught me at the gym very unexpectedly. <laughs> uh, uh, so yeah, with, with that being said, um, what is the importance of, of, of keeping our, our body moving, even though we're, we're trying to do all this business stuff, but I have found it, it is very beneficial to me personally to um, just keep the body moving. You know, as I say, um, we're 80% water, so when water stops moving, it usually gets stagnant. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you, you definitely uh, want to keep moving for a variety of reasons, right? Nothing happens until it moves. Uh, but two, not only does the water get stagnant, but our joints, our muscles, uh, everything atrophies if it doesn't move um, and it constricts. And so you have less capabilities um, in uh, staying still uh, for or sedentary. Um, what you want to do is move every day. I spend a minimum amount of uh, an hour a day on my health. And obviously within the consideration of health is movement, uh, exercise, movement, stretching, balance, all of the different things that consistently uh, and persistently will aggregate uh, to allow myself uh, to live a longer, healthier life. Remember, if you're healthy, Frank, you get as many wishes a day. And if you're unhealthy uh, from not moving, you'll only have one wish. And I want everyone to know this idea of movement is a good behavior. It aggregates on itself. So uh, it builds on itself. And although you may not see how simple movement uh, makes you feel better, but, uh, you know, months or even years later, you'll see substantial results. But even more importantly, if you don't move, uh, all of a sudden you're 90% into, uh, a stagnant position. And all of a sudden the aches, the pains are overwhelming. And it's because the non-movement is aggregated in your favor. So, uh, you can go to any philosopher, any thought leader, they're going to tell you, to move. Einstein tells you nothing happens till it moves. You want to stretch. You want to work on your balance. More people die from uh, breaking their hip than uh, almost anything else when they get older. Uh, so as many people die there as of cancer, believe it or not, as you get over 75 years old. So balance is really important. Flexibility, strength, all of those come from movement. Let's get the good behaviors aggregating on themselves and you will have exponentially a more healthy life. And if you're healthy, you get more wishes than you desire. And if you're unhealthy, as we know, you only have one wish. Thanks, Frank, for joining us. Now go back, do your workout, and thank you for joining us even when you're at the gym. Jake, you up? Perfect. Thank you, Frank. Yeah, David, looks like we have uh, Brian Littlefield from uh, the co-founder of Jocko Fuel on Instagram Live. Would you like to take him on Instagram Live or should we continue here on Clubhouse? Yeah, it's fine with me if you want. It's fine if you can handle that. 
Uh, very good. I will take, what's his name, Brian? Yeah, it's at Brian Origin on Instagram. All right, cool. There he is. Hey, Brian. Hey, how's it going, Dave? How you doing? I'm doing great. I'm doing great. Thanks for joining me. Uh, Jake said you may have a question for me. What's going on? Absolutely, man. So uh, with all top, you know, top performers, high performers, I find they all have, you know, whether they call it their habits, their rituals, their, I, I like to call it my protocol. What do you do? Like, what is the one thing or is there one thing that you do that you attribute to your mental sharpness? Well, I do a few things. One, I have an unwinding routine. I, I think that's the most substantial. My tomorrow starts today. So my routine starts at 9 p.m. By putting my mind, my body, and soul in a position of recovery and access, uh, it shifts a paradigm to understand that one of the biggest tragedies I see of human beings is they go to bed at night and they wake up more tired in the morning. They don't plateau and grow. They're not pursuing their potential. They're just surviving uh, and they're living as Camus wrote in The Stranger, right? The myth of Sisyphus. All they do is go to their cubbyhole, living like tubes, food in, food out, rolling a boulder to the top of the hill every day, just to have it roll down to the bottom to start the next day. So uh, I think shifting that paradigm of my tomorrow starts today. And then uh, understanding time. Uh, I'm a student of my calendar. I view life with attention and intention, with the lenses of productivity, how valuable and how much value can I provide a lens of accessibility? How accessible am I to others like the 520 rule that I previously mentioned? Or how am I accessing what I want? Asking and receiving uh, because giving and receiving are one. You can't get what you don't have. And then of course, something which is a little more difficult for people to understand. I reconcile time with gratitude. Uh, and I know a lot of people kind of squint their eyes when I tell them that and it's like, no, look, there's light, love, and lessons in everything. Uh, most people spend the majority of their time on things that bleed them, including people and ideas that bleed them. If you learn to reconcile time with gratitude, so not only having faith and a positive perspective of gratitude that there's light, love, and lessons in everyone, and I'm so grateful for it, but I have to reconcile time and say, what's important to me and is worth my time to hang out with you, to find the light, the love. If you're abusive or you're not nice and you're not kind or you're a narcissist or you're bleeding me, is it worth my time, right? I'd rather surround myself with open minds, open hearts and open hands and prioritize better people. And look, not everyone is for everyone. So I think it's really crucial to be a student of your calendar, to be productive, accessible, but also gracious with your time by prioritizing what's feeding you, not what's bleeding you. Awesome. I love it. <laughs> Where are you right now? I know everyone on Clubhouse can't see it, but that's beautiful. Yeah, no, thank you. Um, I'm in Maine. I'm at my Maine residence right now. Nice. Yeah, I'll be here in the middle of nowhere where I like it. It's very peaceful. You mentioned like rest and recovery and, and, and uh, this is where I'm at right now. Yeah. It, it looks very peaceful. Well, find your higher self, enjoy your higher self pursue your potential and thank you for everything that you do be i'll talk to you soon okay appreciate it right on thank you so much all right we got brian there joining us from instagram jake hopefully you got someone uh on clubhouse that wants to join us and ask a question sure do and if you'd like to check out brian's company jocko fuel it's just originmain.com so origin m a 
I-N-N-I-N-E.com to check out Jocko Fuel. So with that in mind, let's bring up Gloria Bond up. Gloria, if you can please unmute yourself here on Clubhouse and ask David a question. Welcome. Thank you. Good morning, David. We appreciate you. Just want to start off by saying that. Uh, Thank my you. Is, you're welcome. My question is, what's the most effective way to improve your communication skills? The most effective way to improve anything is practice. Um, and so we want to have as many conversations uh, with as many open-minded people as possible. I personally think and would be happy to send this to you. I have an open-ended question guide, which is uh, a key uh, template that I've utilized over the years to get better at communicating uh, by being more interested than interesting. And the template allows you to, one, vet for an open mind. Uh, it's a lot easier to have a conversation, about a thousand times easier to have a conversation with an open mind than a closed mind. But even more importantly, to ask the right questions, to find out after you have an open mind, you know, what is someone doing today? Pertaining to maybe an expertise that you have or an interest that you have or a saleable product solution or uh, a brand that you have, but just simply ask someone with an open mind who usually have open hearts and open hands, what are you doing today? And as they explain that to you, ask them what they like about it. Then as they explain that to you, ask them what they don't like about it. And then when they explain that to you, you should be able to reveal how you could be of service or value to them. And now you state, would it help you if I did this? Yes or no. Would it help you if I did this? Yes or no. And as you progress through this conversation, and practice doing and being uh, part of a network or a community of sponsors and power sponsors, people who are willing to help people, people who know people who are willing to help people. Uh, we then can ask, do you know anyone that can help me? So this open-ended question template that's utilized with people who have been vetted for an open mind by simply asking someone, hey, how are you? What are you doing today for solar? What are you doing today for non-alcoholic beer what are you doing today for fat-free snacks what are you doing today it doesn't matter uh it could just be something that they're wearing or some place that they are or want to be if you can go through and utilize the open-ended question guide and practice being more interested you can build a community of sponsors and power sponsors and have really enjoyable conversation where everyone's pursuing their potential exponentially growing and being more interested than interesting does that sound fair? Certainly does. Thank you, David. You're welcome. And I'll be happy to send anyone that template, david at dmeltzer.com. It's in my bio. Reach out to me if you want the open-ended question template. It will change all of your conversation. And believe it or not, it's the best way to sell. All right, Jakey Bakey, why don't you reset the room and let me take a question online, okay? Perfect. I will reset the room. And Dave, when you're ready, we have Jake Havron in the Instagram. He should have requested to join you when you're ready on Instagram. And I will quickly reset the room. Happy Friday, everybody. We're here on the Breakfast with Champions, the Power Hour with David Meltzer. Thank you, everybody, for joining. Today's topic is BYOQ. Bring your own questions and David will bring his own answers. So if you'd like to ask a question here on Clubhouse, just back channel me or request to join live and we will aim to bring you up. I also see at the bottom there, we're at 149 shares. Let's continue to share, share, share here on Clubhouse. And with that in mind, I will pass it back over to David for the BYOQ. Thank you so much. All right, Jake. 
I'll take the question online and then we'll bring up uh, somebody else. Um, I'll get this one uh, here. There we go. How do you stay on schedule when you're traveling? Well, I travel uh, 200 days a year. And um, I think it's important when you travel uh, to understand your non-negotiables and prioritize those um, over, uh, obviously, other activity you get paid for. Um, and, you know, I can see just the inverse timing in my days when, you know, here I'm in Greece and I'm traveling on vacation compared to when I was in Toronto traveling for activity I get paid for, uh, keynoting collision this week. And, you know, I still, in either situation traveling, have a minimum of an hour a day on my health, a minimum of time with my family, which equates to about an hour and seven minutes. It's uh, 30 minutes with my wife, 30 minutes with my 12-year-old, two minutes with each of my daughters, and one minute with my mom, minimum. Minimum, I spend more than that. And then I study my calendar uh, with those lenses of productivity, accessibility, and gratitude to utilize the activities I get paid for, the activity I don't get paid for, activity that's planned, activity that's not planned, and of course my sleep, which is also integrated into my health. Um, so you need to have non-negotiables. People ask me, wow, that sounds like a lot every day. I'm like, it's two hours and 17 minutes. You know, it's what are you doing with the other 22 hours and 43 minutes? I'm sorry, 21 hours and 43 minutes. Uh, it's amazing how much time you have when you pay attention and give intention uh, to time. Uh, great question. Let me bring up Jake here uh, that has a question. Uh, Brock Davies in the house too? Oh, that's awesome. Uh, all righty. What's going on, Brock? I lo love your show on Vanderpump. Um, so let's see here. I don't see Jake request. Oh, here. The business strategist, keynote speaker himself. All right. Let's take another question, Jake. I'm going to take it with Jake, the other Jake. <laughs> Jake and Jake. Jake. Jake from Jake State Farm. Hey, great hair. What's up, Jake? Nice to see you, David. It's been, uh, it's just, it hasn't been too long since we last saw each other. That's a good thing. Anyway, thank you for joining me. I was hoping that someone with your wisdom and experience would have uh, a question that may pertain to the multiples that are watching, listening on all these platforms. What uh, piques your curiosity today, my friend? Yeah, well, you know, first off, all the knowledge you've been giving with, uh, I love the open-ended question uh, that you shared with that with. The, the woman that asked because that is sales right influence is sales let, let me ask you a question maybe a little more personal what, when was the moment and if you could describe it where you realized uh, influence is sales like when when was this personal moment where you were like man i don't need to try to hard close them i don't need to try to say the right words it's more about that maybe influential connection like what was that personal moment for you you know, well, it started when I studied uh, Mike Bosworth, who created Solution Selling. Uh, so I was more a hard-closing eagle when I was young, an overseller, a back-end seller, even a liar, manipulator, and cheater at times when it came to selling, uh, completely motivated by my commissions, bonuses, and commission structure and how much money I could make. Uh, when I started to learn Solution Selling uh, and utilizing uh, open-ended questions, direct questions, closed questions, and summarization. Uh, when I started to understand that there's a practice 
of articulating value to exceed what you're asking for and a variety of different tools that can be used. And then from that point, and it started uh, in 1995 uh, when I met Mike Bosworth, who's from Del Mar in California and uh, with the Sales Professional Institute. Uh, and I was completely resistant. Like all the best things in my life, Jake, meditation, completely resistant to it, right? Uh, the, I traced calligraphy, I was resistant to that. I, I was so resistant to uh, sharing a vision instead of hard closing someone. Uh, because I thought in ignorant arrogance that I knew what I didn't know. And especially now with social media, which was not around when I learned this, um, we're not limited, right? The whole world is our stage. So it's super important to build this community of sponsors and power sponsors and find open mind more than the qualified avatar that in a closed environment that we used to have, it was very important to spend the time to do your due diligence to find the exact avatar. Now, I think it's much more important to find the open mind because the open mind surrounds itself with the open minds, the open hearts and open hands, and everybody knows somebody. And you're much better with somebody who knows somebody telling them, hey, you got to talk to Jake, than Jake telling somebody, hey, you got to talk to Jake. And so I think this evolutionary process has really brought value to the idea of solution selling, sharing a vision, uh, not overselling, back end selling, lying, manipulating, and cheating people. No hard closing. You know, the, there's a lot of guys out there yelling uh, at people and you know, calling them names. And you know, you're not a closer. Look, if you articulate quantitative value more than you're asking for, let me tell you how you close. Here's the close. Does that sound fair? Yeah, that's like yeah. I say, if, if I tell you, hey, man, I'm gonna give you 100 bucks, you give me 20 bucks back. Does that sound fair? It's it, so it, simple, but so good. It's so good, right? And you don't need to be, you know, feature and benefit dumping on people exaggerating. Only thing features and benefits or capabilities are for Jake is to instill or infuse value in your credibility, in the emotional attachment in the value, the quantitative value you're articulating and the impact. If you use your features and benefits as an arsenal to infuse infuse those things, instead of dumping them onto someone that you don't even know has any alignment or any money or the right timing, or, you know, I love people, they'll, they'll go to, to up at me at Home Depot. This is classic sales, right? Hey, hey, Solar's the best thing ever. I got, you can save money on that. And I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. Take a deep breath, brother. Why don't you start by asking me a question? Like, what are you doing today for solar? So I could tell you, I already have it. But instead, when I say that, oh, how do you like it? When I tell you I love it, then you say, hey, do you have any neighbors you want to introduce me to? That would have a much higher statistical success in sales than trying to stop me when I'm trying to go get my soft water salt, you know, or I already have it and this shit's heavy. And I'm like, come on, dude, get out of my way. Now, all I see is that brand behind you going, I hate that company and I hate you. And I'm not telling my friends to use you. Now, would you say that's a lack of uh, emotional quotient or they just haven't been properly trained? Both. both. It's both, man. I mean, obviously it's both. And, and also look, You'll see this. We're in a recession, Jake, right now. A lot of people are denying it, but I've been around a long time, so I've seen this before. We're in a recession. 
And, and what happens to uh, salespeople is they get desperate in a recession and desperate people do dumb things. Good, and these are good people. I, I've seen really good people that are desperate re, do really dumb things. And so what I don't want people to do is to do really dumb things because they're desperate. In fact, I'm creating a new group, uh, how to take advantage of the recession because there's more millionaires made during a recession, knowing the market, knowing the market makers and creating margins that other people have not seen before. Let other people have paid your dummy tax during a recession. Go ahead, man. Everybody should join me in this group. I will, I, it's the margin of millionaires group. I paid the dummy tax. Wow. Let me pay it for you. Join me on how to take advantage of a recession. Yeah, well, I mean, can I join that? Yeah. Right now. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm starting it right now. I, I literally just came up with it this week and people are pouring in. So email me. You see my email below, david at dmeltzer.com, Jake. Uh, love to see you, all right? That'd be amazing. That's an awesome answer. I appreciate that. You got it. You're a great salesperson as well. Thank you so much. Take care. Thank you. Thank you. Right on. Great guy. Uh a great speaker as well. Um, we're so blessed to have great people, Jake. Uh, why don't you, we have someone on Clubhouse? I got like 80 questions online. So who do we got on Clubhouse? Yeah, we sure do. And if anyone would like to follow up with Jake Havron, it's just Jake Havron, H-A-V-R-O-N.com, Jake Havron.com. And also some people are asking about the group that you just mentioned, Dave. To get more info, just email David, David at dmeltzer.com. David at Yeah, we're going to meet once a week. We're going to meet once a week, and it's going to be like this. You bring the questions. Replays will be available. I have some guides and exercises. Uh, but don't miss this opportunity of a recession. Don't miss it. Don't miss it, please. I missed it. I was worse. It took advantage of me. I'm taking advantage of it this, this time around. Perfect. And, yes, to, to get more info on that, just uh, just email David, and he's happy to get you more information. Thank you, everybody, for joining. Let's bring up a question here on Clubhouse. Um, Tauhida, I think you had a question. Tauhida, if you're here, please unmute yourself and ask David a question. Welcome. Okay, I think she's still on mute. So let's move to uh, Raluca. Raluca, welcome to the Clubhouse, if you can please unmute yourself. Thank you, Jake. Uh, my question for you, David, this morning is about discomfort and about the need of discomfort to grow. Do you have to go through pain and discomfort to get to your next level and become the best, the best version of yourself? Or can you also grow in a more comfort zone and while being at ease? Yeah, I think you have to have micro tears. Um, and I think our physical embodiment proves that. I think you have to have micro tears. You don't have to have huge breakdowns, uh, but you need to live in the learning uh, zone, not the comfort zone. Uh, so you need to pursue your potential. You need to push yourself um, and you have to experience pain, setbacks, failures and mistakes uh, that propel you to a better place, a better situation that protect you and promote you uh, by angling you and indicating to you that you have a lesson to learn. I think that if Hey listeners, if you enjoy listening to Breakfast with Champions, we can bet you care about your daily routine. Do you want to know the secret to the perfect routine? It's the perfect morning. Glenn has written a free ebook called The Morning Five, five simple steps to an extraordinary morning. If you can transform your morning, you can transform your life. Head on over to themorning5.com to learn more about the five ways you can change the way you start your day. 
you only exist in ease, uh, that slowly but surely you'll dissipate, dissolve, and even disappear, that you'll have atrophy. That's why movement's so important. Uh, I believe in micro tears. Uh, we need micro tears every day. Uh, and that's why I believe in the enjoyment of the consistent, persistent pursuit of your potential. I don't think that if you are doing it every day and uh, utilizing the daily practices, knowing your what every day, who you can help, who can help you, how to get it done, prioritizing what's important to you, not being afraid of being a hypocrite, aiming to something super big in the future, angling towards midterm and long-term objectives that scare you and others, make other people laugh at you, scoff at you, make fun of you. If you utilize the micro tear methodology by improving every day a little bit, instead of deciding drastically to change directions and creating larger tears that take longer to heal, uh, I think you uh, will be much, much better off. To the contrary, if you just stay in the comfort zone and live at ease, you will not uh, be able to clear the interference that puts you at dis-ease. Remember, if you're happy, healthy, wealthy, and worthy already, you want to figure out what you're doing to uh, clear that interference. You, you don't want to go get more by just staying at ease. So, um, you know, please utilize that methodology. There's a three concentric circle diagram that I use. The inside circle is the comfort zone. The next circle that uh, is around that's the uh, learning zone. And then the one outside, that's the anxiety zone. When we get an ego-based consciousness or interference, that's where you stop, drop, and roll back into the learning zone. If you continue to live your life in the learning zone, pretty soon your learning zone becomes your comfort zone. And the size of your anxiety zone, what used to make you anxious, now becomes your new learning zone. And this is how we expand, grow, and accelerate. This is what growing is. And that's why the pain, setbacks, and failures are so important. Uh, all right, Jake, who's up next? Should I take one online? Yeah, take one online. You should have Jamie Lynn, who is live on Instagram. It's at Jamie Lynn, who should be uh, joining you, at Jamie Lynn 24 on Instagram when you get a chance. All right, perfect. I will uh, take a question online and then bring Jamie Lynn on. Uh, hey, this is Chiquita. Oh, hi. Hi. Um, I didn't have a question. It was um, just really enjoying the gems that you're dropping and just more um, – focused on how I can get organized and learn my purpose. Thank you. And I yield my mic. Oh, absolutely. Well, number one, you know, knowing your own essence by knowing your own values, you know, for me, it was taking stock in who I was and what I wanted to become, uh, understanding I want to live my life with a perspective of gratitude with, uh, the peace that comes with forgiveness, with the control that comes with accountability to ask myself, what am I doing to participate in this perception or event or situation? And what am I supposed to learn from it? And then shifting the paradigm of this inspiration that I live with of instead of trying to get more happy, healthy, wealthy, and worthy, just figuring out, as I stated earlier, what am I doing to interfere with it? Uh, but by taking stock in who you are and what you want to become, so many people are so worried about the outcomes and what's coming and they forget to work on what they're becoming uh, by utilizing their values and daily practices and 
learning the lessons, not being afraid to be a hypocrite, expanding, growing, and accelerating along with the universe. So uh, thank you very much for uh, the acknowledgement and continue to grow. We uh, love for you to join us. I'm going to take a quick question, Jake, online. Highlight of the week at Collision. Um, For me, the highlight of the week was probably the masterclass that we gave, or uh, I got to spend time with the incredible doctor and Master Shaw, S-A-J, who presented me with an extraordinary calligraphy, a new one. Uh, The first one he gave me was for my financial well-being. The second one was for my family and health. And now the granddaddy of them all, he presented me with a calligraphy uh, to allow me to enter the field of energy, of happiness and fulfillment for all. Uh, In my mission of empowering others to empower others to be happy, uh, he taught me an extraordinary, I used to take downloads from my calligraphies. It's a little wacky, but it works for me. It doesn't hurt anyone else. That's my general rule of, of woo-woo or wacky things that I do. Does it hurt me or anyone else? And does it work for me? And this meets all those criterias. But he taught me how to enter the field. And I'm studying Joe Dispenza as well. And then Joe's on uh, our TV show, uh, Office Hours. And you catch that show on Apple TV. And and uh see joe talk about the fields uh, the fields of energy and how you can enter a certain field and i always say your frequencies your neighborhood i'm building a new neighborhood and it's a, a neighborhood full of people with options opportunities and touches of favor and i'm becoming more and more aware of not only the neighborhoods around me and the frequency around me but how do i enter that field so that was the highlight of, of collision the master class uh, about recession and how to take advantage of recession and then to master Shaw SHA and he's going to be with uh, Deepak Chopra on July 16th and they've invited me to come to that event as well um, pretty life-changing stuff Lee Walker's in the house I haven't seen that name uh, all right let's bring someone on online here Jamie Lynn here we go she has an incredible podcast I haven't seen Jamie in a while either uh, I love the internet <laughs> and they said it was a fad. <laughs> Hi, Jamie. Hi, Dave. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm great. I'm not normally up this early in the morning. And that is one of my questions for you is how do I become a morning person? But if I'm going to wake up early for anyone, it's going to be you. Oh, you're so sweet. <laughs> you know, it, it's, it's so interesting because I was like this huge proponent of you got to be up early right the early bird gets the worm and first in last to leave and you know i'm okay now today especially because of the remote nature of what we're able to do and the access that we have with the internet uh to not wake up early um i i'm more concerned about uh waking up rested uh and with new information with uh, that access and i'm also it's what you do this movement that uh um, Frank was talking about, it's what you do with your time after you wake up. So if you wake up at noon, I'm okay with that. But be productive, <laughs> <laughs> but be productive, accessible and gracious with your time. Um, and, you know, if you're more productive, accessible and gracious with your time, waking up at seven, eight, nine or 10, then do so. Um, I, don't, I don't think we live in a world when we lived in the nine to five world, I thought it was a huge advantage uh, to be up at four. But we don't live in a nine to five world anymore. We live in a 24 seven world. 
And I think it's most important to have an unwinding routine for whatever time you want to wake up and be productive, accessible, and gracious by being a student in your calendar, paying attention to what you want every day, using the daily practices and the values. But I, 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 I will tell you, I have stepped off of, you know, part of my daily practices is ignorant humility to say, hey, I don't know what I don't know. And things change. That's the only thing I know that's certain is things will change and change is happening and accelerating. You know, I did think, and I do think 20 years ago, waking up early was a huge advantage. I think being productive, accessible, and gracious is a huge advantage no matter what time you wake up. But I will also tell you that I'm extremely flattered that you would wake up, you would wake up early for me to join us and bring that question that I'm sure so many people uh, needed to help them as well, because a lot of people feel guilty or shameful uh, when they sleep in past other people. They are comparing themselves and then they create resistance. They feel shame or, or they, they, you know, uh, it robs their joy. They, they, you don't want to feel bad the minute you wake up because you think you're less than because you woke up at 7.30, not 4.30. Uh, and that's a really big message for people that we want to figure out what we're doing to interfere with our better selves. And everyone is unique. And now we're lucky because of technology that everyone can take advantage of time in their own way to be productive, accessible, and gracious. Does that help you out? It does. I'm so sorry. My, my uh, ring light here has a mind of its own. Oh, you look wonderful. Oh, you look. That's so good. I love when I'm online and the phone just drops and then like all they see is the floor. So anyone on Clubhouse, we're uh, rocking and rolling on multiple platforms and we're appreciative of Jamie and her question. Jamie, real quick before I let you go, I know you guys are working hard on your venture. You want to give me a quick update? We have a lot going on with Sugar Taco. We have a new venture called The Plant Butchers, which is a new sister company to Sugar Taco, which is our plant-based Mexican restaurant. We have two locations in LA. We are currently opening our third in Long Beach. And so exciting, next door to the Long Beach Sugar Taco is going to be The Plant Butchers, which is gonna be LA's first plant-based butcher shop, if you can imagine that. That is so cool. You guys are amazing. Uh, Woman-led business that's on the edge. They have women investors, and uh, I am blessed to advise Jamie and the group, and you guys are just killing it. If you need anything, let me know. Where can people find you or the Sugar Taco peeps? Well, Sugar Taco, we're on Instagram and on TikTok. It's just at Sugar Taco. Uh, website is SugarTaco.com. And I am at JamieLynn24 on Instagram. Peace. Kobe Bryant24. We'll see you later. Thanks, Jamie. Bye, Dave. Bye-bye. Thanks for waking up early for me. She's amazing. And if you haven't tried Sugar Taco, I can't wait to see the first plant-based butcher. I know who wants to go there first is Jakey Bakey. Speaking of Jakey Bakey, what do you think of the plant-based butcher in L.A., bro? Once it opens, I think we definitely got to make a trip out there, if that sounds fair. Yeah, maybe we could do a drive-through, David, at the plant-based butcher. Should we invite the whole community when we do it? I think we should. Yeah, of course. I love drive-through, Dave. <laughs> Amazing. Drive-through, <laughs> Dave. You heard it here first, everybody, on Clubhouse. TikTok, Instagram, LinkedIn, wherever David is live, we will be doing a drive-through, Dave, where you can ask 
your questions. Um, Dave, of course, will be signing books as well at the plant-based butcher in Long Beach when it opens. So this is an open invitation to everybody on here. <laughs> nice. Perfect. And with that, go ahead. Go. Yeah, I was just going to reset the room quickly. We're here at 7.41 a.m. Pacific time, 10.41 a.m. Eastern time here on Clubhouse and the Breakfast of Champions. And of course, uh, Dave has been doing free training for over 22 years. So he is currently live there as well. So if anyone has any questions that they'd like to ask, feel free to back channel me uh, and we will aim to bring you up. So with that in mind, Dave, let's take another question here on Clubhouse. I see that we have Lori Burns here. Lori, if you could please unmute yourself and ask David a question. Welcome to the Clubhouse. I shall unmute myself. Hello, hello. <laughs> hello, hello. I love, I love, I love, you guys are just my family. And I'm <laughs> just so over the moon grateful um, all around the universe for you guys. So what I would like to actually ask is about, and you know, I mean, goodness gracious, you just have hit everything that I needed to hear today. Good. I need, I need to center, slow down, ground and focus. Yeah, ADD stole my car case. Yeah, what's that, a squirrel? So I, but, but that means I have an, an advanced brain. That being said, I just would love to ask a question about frequency. All right. Let me and describe I'm just going to leave it there. And I'm going to leave right. it there. <laughs> <laughs> You're our unique individual, Lori Burns. and uh, But I'm glad you brought up frequency because uh, it's an area of awareness and understanding that frequencies are fields uh, and they exist at different levels. Uh, and the awareness that we have of frequency is determined upon our own frequency or our own vibration. And we can only be equal to or aware of uh, that which is equal to or less than our vibration. So one of the directives or objectives of my life is to increase my vibration by enjoying the consistent, persistent pursuit of my potential, my higher vibration or frequency. And as I have been doing this for 16 years by utilizing an unwinding routine by uh, starting meditation, by the way, uh, is a great vehicle uh, to raise this awareness of vibration. Um, and when you, if you are like me, and I was completely resistant to vibration, frequency, and meditation, uh, I made meditation about simply just sitting still, not even being quiet. Then when I learned to sit still, then meditation became about being quiet. Then when I learned about practicing being quiet, I learned to utilize meditation to elevate my vibration or frequency and practice being aware of what would come my way. And this is a 16 year practice from someone who was so resistant to meditation that I told my first guru uh, doctor that Meditation was a waste of time. Why would I ever meditate? I had everything I ever wanted and I made it happen. Why would I ever meditate to me being someone who will tell from the tops of the roofs, anyone that's listening, hey, start practicing sitting still, start practicing being quiet, 
Start practicing elevating your vibration or frequency. Start practicing elevating your awareness so things become at ease. You're living at disease, and so am I. It's just I'm only spending minutes and moments in disease instead of days, weeks, months, and years. And that's what I want to teach people. And, you know, I talked about I'm studying Joe, Dr. Joe, and he was on my TV show, and he explains these neighborhoods, these frequencies so well and understanding these fields of intention and how we can actually activate our being, our, our DNA and the epigenetic layer of our DNA. We could actually activate our being and materialize uh, things. Matter makes up, I think, 0.0001% of the universe, uh, but matter matters, especially on Earth. And so if we can utilize the empty space uh, via this process of practicing being still, practicing being quiet, practicing elevating our frequency, and practicing being aware, these four things will allow us to be at ease. And guess what? When you're at ease, everything is easy. And so uh, frequency is a big part of what I teach. Part of my life is uh, understanding awareness. I was kind of conned into meditation because someone told me they could raise my awareness of when to buy or sell. And I was money motivated. I always said I didn't think I believed in a God until I realized I believed in the wrong God, the God of money, uh, not the omniscient, all-powerful, all-knowing, omnipresent source that loves me more than my mom. My life changed when I shifted uh, my perspective on uh, who I wanted to serve and why. Uh, great question, Lori. I always Me too, too, too. And I thank you so greatly. Thank you. All right, Jake, let's keep it going. I want to I get as many you. people as I can. I love you too. I'll take a question online, Jake, and then if you can get someone new up here, okay? Perfect. Sounds great. Awesome, man. Thank you. Um, uh, let me see here. Uh, are you starting? Oh, yes. I, I'm starting the recession group. Uh, just email me. Let me take a different one. That's a cheat. Sorry. Uh, I got to get a different question. Um, what's the most requested uh, exercise uh, that I have? Um, I think it's between uh, the overlap agreement and the open-ended question guide. Uh, so I think uh, lives can change. They're both, believe it or not, based off of building a community of sponsors and power sponsors. Um, so uh, building that community of sponsors and power sponsors uh, is part of an overlap agreement. The overlap agreement allows us to monetize our community uh, and the open-ended question guide allows us to build that community. So they go hand in hand and those are the two most requested exercises and guides that I have. Of course, they're free along with my book. So just email me, david at dmelter.com, if you'd like uh, to not only build uh, that uh, community, but monetize it uh, and have that be mutually monetized with you and them as sponsors and power sponsors. Colleen says, the five daily practice is helpful. She's one that is sending out my guides for everyone. So yes, the five daily practices uh, are huge. The values are huge. Um, and I, I'd have to go back and see which one's the most requested though. All right. Anyway, Rocky's in the house. Go ahead, Jake. Why don't we uh, reset the room and uh, get this thing for the last 12 minutes? Perfect. Welcome everybody. This is, if you just joined, this is the Breakfast with Champions, the Power Hour with 
David Meltzer. David is live here in the Breakfast with Champions at 7 a.m. Pacific time on Fridays. Thank you, everybody, for joining. Today's topic is BYOQ, which is bring your own questions, and David will bring his answers. Let's take a quick second. Let's share this incredible room. Uh, you can use the bottom there where it says 153. Use it to share in your messages, in your LinkedIn, Twitter, social media with your closest friends and family. So let's take a quick second, use that share button. And with that in mind, let's bring up another question here on Clubhouse. So I see that we have Ashton Smith. Ashton, if you could please unmute yourself and feel free to ask David a question. Welcome. Hey, uh, David, this is Ashton. I'm a four-time gold medalist for the, um, what I call fake Olympics, the special Olympics, um, because I don't get paid for what I do. $66 million has been monetized off of my image because this is unlike anything you'll ever hear in Clubhouse or anywhere. It doesn't matter how hard I work. It doesn't matter that I work 10 hours a day to 12 hours a day. I don't make enough money. I'm working like a slave. And there is nobody that has been able to tell me without charging me, can you manage me as an athlete, right? Can you get me monetized? And the answer is no, because as soon as I say I have a disability, nobody wants to hire me. We're talking about basic companies. People don't want to hire people with disabilities. And people on Clubhouse always ask me, do you have a budget? When you're on a fixed income, runner, someone else is controlling how much you make like a slave. And it doesn't matter how much you work. You're stuck with that amount. And that's the part that people can't quantify that $66 million was made off of me on dun -dun 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 -dun. So how do I put an end to being exploited for hundreds of millions of dollars? And how do I get the capital that I need for my LLC to make it as a person with a disability? Not someone saying pay $8.99 a month, pay $889 a month and you can be rich. I get all this in my back channel telling me to pay this, do that pay to be on radio stations that have hardly no listeners. I'm dealing with stuff in my life that most people are not. I'm a disabled individual and most people are not. Most people are not exploited for $66 million. Google Ashton Smith Special Olympics on your computer so you know I'm telling you the truth and Google Special Olympics Confederate flag. They support the Confederacy here, straight up. And at the end of the day, I want somebody in my life that understands I'm an athlete. I'm an athlete first, and I don't want to be monetized to make someone else rich. I want somebody that can come in, not give me a workbook and say, here you go, learn this on your own. Have enough of those. I got over 70 books in my house. Don't need that. What I need is somebody that can manage me, run her, and take over my life and say, I'm going to get you that bank. I'm going to get you that money. Not sit out here on the side of the road and sell my medals every morning sell my sh every morning to live. Most people ain't having to do that out here. They get to get up and go to a job, some type of workspace, some type of job where they can use their brain called college. I don't get to do that. I don't get to go to college or a school. I get to do backbreaking manual labor and lift 250 pounds and put it on the back of a truck. And I'm a female doing that every day, every day in 110 degree heat. So please get me out of this environment. Get me out of this situation and show me how to take my image and my book called Swimming Upstream to Realize the Dream is the name of my book. Teach me how to get my book to the masses. My grandmother once told me if you have something, you have no excuse. Well, I have something. I have a book, but I can't get it in front of nobody.
So I done done everything that old people told me to do, runner, but don't have a budget to complete it because I'm on a fixed income. People don't understand that. They have no idea what it's like to live like this and work like a slave every day and don't achieve anything. And it's hard, guys. I'm sorry for crying, but my mom died this year. And my mother used to help me financially. And I'm a black female in a state of Texas where my skin color is not wanted. Only thing that's wanted in my life is my talent, my voice, my speaking. Everything is made to make somebody else rich and profitable to the tune of $66 million. Most people don't even make $66 million in their lives. And that money has been generated off of me. And I just ask y'all to pray for me every day. Because as a black female, I shouldn't sit here and suffer. Oh, God, and not have the basic things that I need to live. I shouldn't sit here and work 12-hour days and stuff. People tell me you work. Yes, I work. I'm not a lazy person. But working at this speed is not sustainable. And I'm a female out here lifting this kind of stuff. God knows I work hard every day. I just ask y'all to pray for me. And and we will. And you continue to pray pray for yourself. Now, um, obviously, in a few minutes, I can't heal this issue uh there's multiple issues here um but there just are google we, me go I, on the computer and google me everybody will, so you can will, see i'm not we lying will, we will pray for you and there are resources uh there are resources uh and um you know i, I will i will send you some resources that are free uh and opportunities and grants and other things you know coming from the sports world uh it's not realistic uh, to have someone represent you, uh, even though they've made $66 million off of you, uh, <laughs> coming from the agency side. So uh, I, I think there, there's a lot going on there. It, 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 what we'll do is we'll, we'll send you out some resources that are free and you know, utilizing that 12-hour-a-day productivity that you're utilizing in a better, more rewarding manner would be my first objective because you're willing to do say, think, believe, and feel uh, what it takes uh, for your dream, but you, you need the right people uh, helping and the right resources so that you're and not they just died. Live, and it's hard living. because they died. I, I understand, and there, there's other people out there as well. So <laughs> why don't we, Jake, we'll get that to Ashton. Why don't we move on for our last question? Thank y'all, man. Online. Appreciate y'all, Thank man. You. Thank we you, man. And Ashton, if I may say, I just uh, prayed over your future and I purchased your book. Oh, you know what? I appreciate that. That's the first start because being able to generate revenue, I told somebody, I have an LLC, I have all of these things. But if I don't have the people who know how to write business plans, who work at your local Walmart but can't help me, these are the people that I have in my life that cannot put any damn thing together so I can get grants, so I can get, the banks have already told me what I need, but nobody in my life, watch this, runner, they're not smart enough to complete the task. They're not, I mean, they're not smart enough to implement all of these things that people tell me to do. 
it's great. But I say, God, give me somebody that can actually give me actual sponsorships for athletes, right? Because I wasn't allowed to have representation in the Special Olympics. You're not allowed to have an attorney. You're not allowed to have any type of agency represent you. You are like a prisoner, right? You are like someone's property. And this is something that people can't quantify, that nowadays people are still treated like property. I was treated and had a number, right? I was a number in the Special Olympics, okay. not a Actually, person. I'm going I'm to I'm have to cut you off. Everybody, because I, I have a time frame here. I got a show that's oh, ending. Sorry. Three, All right, well, I'll let minutes. y'all go, that's but y'all okay. have a good one. I'm that's sorry. All I'm support, not that's all supporter and buy her book. And if anybody can reach out and help as well, at the very least, let's all give a moment and pray for peace, equity, inclusion for everyone in all of our own challenges that we face. So thank you very much, Jake. Why don't we take it in? Uh, God take bless. Last question. And yes. Thank you, everyone, for yeah. supporting. This is a great community. Jake, why don't I take a question online to end and finish up? Sounds great. All right. Very good. <clears throat> How would you encourage someone to move forward who has had a significant financial setback? Look, um, setbacks, failures, mistakes, and I had my own. I lost over $100 million in 2008, went bankrupt. Um, and the first step was forgiving myself uh, and then taking accountability, asking myself, what did I do to participate in this financial setback? And what lessons are there to learn and then find someone who sits in the situation that I want to be in and ask them for directions and help. So forgive yourself, take accountability by asking yourself, what did I do to participate in this financial setback? And then find someone who sits in a situation financially that I want to be in and ask them for help. If you do these three simple things with, of course, the perspective of gratitude, of finding the light, the love, and the lessons in the financial setback by believing you're being protected and promoted, not punished. We're all being protected and promoted, not punished. If you forgive yourself, if you are accountable and ask yourself, what did I do to participate in the financial setback and what am I supposed to learn from it? And then find someone who sits in the financial situation you want to be in and ask them for help. I promise you, you will accelerate, grow, and you will feel in prove you are being protected and promoted at all times. That's true about all setbacks. So uh, thank you for that question. A little bit heavy today, but sometimes we have to face the truth and deal with a little bit of heavier situations. I will pray for everyone's happiness. I am available. Uh, and I never please wanna, join. I never want to interrupt, but I am going to. No, no, I'm no, no. I got to finish. This. Sorry, Lori. No. Sorry, Lori. No, 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 no. Please say mute her. Thank you. Hey, Jake. Please. Please. Jake, you. I got to finish the room. I got to hand it off right now. So please, uh, David at D Meltzer, join my re recession group. Join any, come every Friday for free. We're here to be of service this entire community. I want to thank everyone. Close out the room, Jake. Sure. Well, thank you everybody for joining here on the breakfast with champions with David Meltzer, the BYOQ, bring your own questions. Uh, if you want to follow up with David or uh, get access to his recession group, just email him David at dmeltzer.com. David at dmeltzer.com. Thank you everybody for joining and asking your questions. With that in mind, I will pass it back over to Dora Maria, I believe, or Tony, and have a great rest of your week. And as Dave always says, be kind to your future self and do good deeds. Thanks, everybody.
Thank you for joining us on Breakfast with Champions. If you want to catch the live version, you can follow us on Clubhouse and listen from 5 a.m. to 11 a.m. Eastern Time, Monday through Friday, Saturday 6 to noon, and Sundays with our 111 Sunday service. Make sure you're keeping up with Breakfast with Champions and getting yourself a seat at the table.